Hallelujah. Good day, friends, and welcome to another edition of New Kingdom Realities. And I'm your anchor, Edosan. It's my great pleasure. It's an honor to be here again, once again today. And so we've started a series entitled Some Things About Satan. And we look at um, part one in the last episode. And today we shall be looking at Some Things About Satan, part two. And just before we start, let us have a word of prayer. We shall be praying for Ephesians. We shall be praying for revelational knowledge. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, I read from verse 16. It says, Seek not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of my Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards world who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly far above all principality and power and might and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Let us pray. Men <laughs> Man broke the totish cut in the mondo I 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So once again, welcome to another edition of New Kingdom Realities. And we'll be teaching on some things about Satan. And last, just before we continue, let's have a last a, a recap of what we did the last time. We talked about, we looked at how that the scriptures generally is about Jesus, as we see in First Peter chapter one, verse nine to eleven, Second Timothy three, five fifteen to seventeen, and Luke twenty four twenty five to twenty seven. We looked at how that the scriptures about Christ is about salvation through faith in Christ. But we now talked about that. However, it's also pertinent for us to study some characters in the scriptures that this character since they directly or indirectly have a way of affecting the believer in christ that we need to know how those characters operate and one of those characters is satan and the demons hallelujah so and that's why we're looking at this series some things about satan so that we are not ignorant of how the devil operates so that in our daily living in our work with god in our daily living when we see the operations of satan coming to play we can easily spot it and we'll say that this is Satan in manifestation. This is Satan trying to raise his ugly head and we'll be able to counteract it and we'll be able to resist the devil in the name of Jesus. So, once again, we looked at how that the fact that the starting point is to recognize who Satan is. Hallelujah. And we looked at, we said, in the Hebrew, Satan, the word is the word Satan. Hallelujah. In the Hebrew is Satan. The Hebrew and the Greek, they're just basically the same thing. It means adversary. In the Hebrew, it is Satan. Why in the Greek, it is Satanas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is Satanas. Hallelujah. So, we look at how that the origin of Satan was from Genesis 2.1. Hallelujah. When the host of heaven was created, that was when Satan was created. Albeit that the sin of Satan was in the fall of a man, was in the disobedience of Abraham, was in the disobedience of Adam, or I meant to say, and not in any other extra uh, judicial happenings, not any other extra judicial Genesis chapter 1 events. No, the sin of Satan happened right there in Genesis chapter 2, in Genesis chapter 3, from verse 1 to 4. So, wherein we see the disobedience of Adam, that is where we see the sin 
of Satan. Hallelujah. And we also explained, explained last time that Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28 verse 12, that those scriptures, they were not talking about Satan, not at all. They were not talking about Satan. They were talking about men, about kings in the Old Testament. They were not about Satan. So it's not like, like Satan was in a place with God and Satan was now lifted up in pride and God now casted Satan down to heaven. That is just not true. Biblically, it's not true. It's not true. And just if, you, if you've not listened to part one, to part one, it's good you look at, listen to part one. We explained all of that in detail and we, should, we, should, we will not be going back again to explain all of that. And so we shall be continuing from where we stopped. And we would like to stop is that the sin of Satan. I would like to also explain further what I mean by the sin of Satan. Hallelujah. Let's look at Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. I'll read from verse 1 to 4. He said, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Verse 5, said, For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was unto the eyes, and the tree to desire to look one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Hallelujah. So we see here that, first of all, to start, that the, the, the sin of Satan was in the disobedience of Adam, in the sense that he, the sin of Satan was in the fact that was his subtlety, was the fact that he deceived it. And mind you, when we when we study, that is not the scope of today's lesson. When we read Genesis, many of the time Moses used a lot of a lot of um, a lot of um, a lot of images. Howbeit, we cannot ascribe those images as literal. For example, in the garden, it was not serpent. It was not a serpent like a real serpent, like a snake that was talking to Eve, as the case would be. So it's not a snake that was talking to Eve, but it was Satan. But that that serpent was was a way of Moses using to describe the subtlety of the devil. And so we see it then now look at it in Revelation chapter twenty verse two. Let's look at how that serpent was not described in Revelations chapter 20 from verse, I'll read from verse 1. He said, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. So here, you know, here, you know, in the book of Revelation, it was not described, it now made us to see that that old serpent that we saw in Genesis chapter in Genesis chapter 3 from verse 1 to 4 was not actually a serpent. So it was not a literal serpent. Howbeit it was Satan, that is the devil. Satan and the devil can be used interchangeably. There is just the same personality in some other in some context used as Satan 
is an adversary in some other contexts used as a devil diabolos means one that is diabolical prone to slander hallelujah so we we'll see we we'll see that it was daring so let's look at let's look at another episode again let's look at another part again of the bible first timothy chapter 2 verse 14 first timothy chapter 2 verse 14 first timothy chapter 2 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse, I'll read from verse 11. He said, Let the woman learn in silence without subjection, but I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. For Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being was in the transgression. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing, if they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. Hallelujah. So we see it here in First Timothy chapter 2, verse 14, that Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. So we see that what happened in Genesis chapter 3 was not a fruit thing, not eat fruit or eat mango or eat apple. No, it was a certain deception. It was a certain deception, a deceiving that took place. It was a certain deceiving that took place. And in Romans... Let's look at Romans chapter Romans chapter 5. Chapter 5. I'll read from verse 12. He said, Wherefore as by one man sin, by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Verse 13, for unto the law sin. Sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Fourteen, nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even after, even over them that had not sinned, after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Who is the figure? Who is the figure of him that was to come? He said, but not as the offense, so is also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, by which is by one man, Jesus Christ, abounded unto many. Let's read verse um, verse 19. Now say, for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. So we see that what actually happened, the sin of Adam was a sin of disobedience. Don't do this, and we, 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 that is not the scope of, of today's lesson to try to estray what really was the sin of Adam. But the point I'm trying to say, which actually the sin of Adam was that he rejected God's word and obeyed the word of Satan. What it means is that he rejected Christ. The sin of Adam was a rejected Christ, but that's not the scope of today's lesson. The scope of the lesson was that Adam was disobedient. That was the sin of Adam. And that disobedience came from the deception of Satan. From the deception of Satan. Hallelujah. So we see that in that deception, in that Adam's disobedience was the sin of Satan. So say the sin of Satan or the sin of devil or the sin of that old serpent was not in the fact that he, he rebelled against God in the heavenly and God now cast him down to earth and he now deceived Adam. No, that was not the case at all. And that's why it's important you must listen to the first the, the first part of this uh, series before you listen to part two. So the point was that 
all until the time of Genesis chapter 3 because we saw it that Genesis chapter 2 was when Satan was created and the host of heaven Satan was created in Genesis 2 1 in Genesis 3 1 was the scene of was the scene of um, of Satan and be it as made that that scene of Satan was that he deceived as we saw in first Timothy chapter 2 verse um, verse 14 it was a he deceived Adam, he deceived the Eve, and Adam was now disobedient. Very, very important, very, very important. So, in summary, the point I'm just trying to make is that the sin of the Satan or the devil or the old serpent, anyone you want to use, is in the fact that Adam disobeyed God. Hallelujah. 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 Let's move on. So let's now begin to restrain what are the Satan's works before the cross. So when that scene happened, something very, very um, tremendous happened. The authority and power that God gave unto man was given to Satan. Hallelujah. And that's why in Genesis 3, and that's why in Genesis 3, and that's why in Genesis chapter And that's why in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, when God said, He said, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and thy seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So in Genesis 3:15, God had already said, has spoken ahead of time, that that word, that that thing bruise thy head means that the authority of Satan will be stripped from Satan. Because at this point, the authority that God gave to man. The dominion that God gave to man, the authority that he gave to man, and even the power that he gave to man was already given to Satan the devil. So from this point onward, Satan became the God of the earth. Satan became the God of the earth. Became the God of the earth. And we saw that Satan's works before the cross now continued. His works was that of oppression. And we look at it. let's look at Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts 10, 38. Acts 10, 38. Acts 10, 38. He said, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So we see it from that, from Genesis 3.15 onward, what Satan did was to oppress man. With sickness, with disease, destruction, and death. So Satan had a few days. Although it's very important for us to know that in most part of the Bible, in most part of the Old Testament, we see that Satan was not was not actually very much exposed in the Old Testament. But all we can see, all the destruction, all the death, all the sickness, all the famine, Satan was directly involved. But because it was a spiritual entity and revelational knowledge was not very known, they could not really describe his figure. So that, that's why some of the things that happened in the Old Testament were ascribed to God instead of ascribed to Satan. I'll look, I'll look at some of those parts. But the point I'm trying to make here is that Satan's work before the resurrection was strictly that of oppression with sickness, with disease, and with destruction. Let's look at some examples. First Chronicles. First Chronicles chapter 21. 
Miss Chronicles chapter 21. Miss Chronicles chapter 21 verse 1. He said, And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people, Go number Israel from Bathsheba even to Dan, and bring the number of them to me that I may know it. And Joab answered, The Lord make his people an hundred times so many more as they be. But my lord the king, are they not all my lord's servants? Why then doth my lord require this thing? Why will he be a cause of trespass to Israel? Nevertheless, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Wherefore Joab departed, went throughout all Israel, and came to Jerusalem. And Joab gave the sum of the number of the people unto David. And all they of Israel were a thousand, thousand, and a hundred thousand men that drew sword. And Judah was four hundred, three score, and ten thousand men that drew sword. But Levi and Benjamin counted him not among them, for the king's word was abominable to Job. And God was displeased with this thing, therefore he smote Israel. But actually, let's look at it now. We are trying to stay within the, the scope of today's lesson. So we see here that it was Satan that moved David to number Israel. So although most of the, the writer ascribed the destruction to God, but being it as his main, it was Satan that was walking in the midst of the children of Israel to destroy Israel. So we could see that Satan's hand was involved in the destruction of Israel as at that time. Let's look at Second Samuel 24 verse 1. Second Samuel. Second Samuel 24 verse 1. Here it was the same story, but this was how the writer of Second Samuel narrated it. He said, And again the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, Go number Israel and Judah. But what we see in Second Chronicles, in Second in First Chronicles 21, verse 1, we saw that it was Satan. The writer now bring out a personality which was Satan that was moving David to number Israel. For him to fall into transgression. So you see, so let's let's look at again. Um, let's look at Numbers twenty two twenty two. Numbers twenty two twenty two. Oh, sorry, not that, not that. Um, let's look at um, let's look at. Two. Now let's look at just as I said, I was saying that before the cross, before the resurrection, that going forward from Genesis chapter 3:15, that Satan became the god of this world, he was now given, he was handed over with power and authority, and what he could do was destruction, oppression with, with sickness and death. How do we know that he had the power over death? That was in Hebrews. Hebrews says something. In Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 2, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. He said, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. So the devil had the power of death. He had the power of death. He could destroy, he could kill, he could, in fact, he was having a free day from Genesis 3.15. Up until the time of the resurrection, he had. But the resurrection, things changed. We looked at all that. So let's look at the story of Job. 
We also see an example in the story of Job. Look at Job. Job. Job, I read from Job chapter 1. So, Job is one who, as we had, Satan was repeatedly mentioned. And it my interest us to know that the writer of Job is he historically argued that the writer of Job was Moses. Hallelujah. It's one of the oldest books of the Bible. So it was Moses. So Moses, you know, because of Moses' revelation, you know, Moses wrote about Christ. He wrote he had a lot of insight. So little no little um little, little no wonder that he also had an insight to the personal of Satan. So he was writing and he was the one that brought out that Satan also was the one involved in the affliction of Job. As we see in Job chapter 1, I'll read from verse 6. He said, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, As that considered my servant Job, that he is known like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright and an upright man, one that fear God and shapes evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, The job fear God for naught. Let's look at Job 2, chapter 1, verse 7. He said again, There was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that fear God and sheareth evil, and still he holdeth fast integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him without a cause? Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man had will he give for his life. But put forth thy hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will cause thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thy hand, but save his life. So went Satan from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. So we see it here again that Satan was the one responsible for the affliction of Job. He smote Job. He smote Job. He was the one that smote Job. So we see it's very the point I'm trying to make here that from Genesis 3:15 up to the resurrection, Satan had tremendous power and authority. And he had power and authority and he used it for for the for the destruction of mankind. In fact, that was one of the reasons that Christ came, as we see in First John chapter three. Let's look at that very briefly. First John chapter three, from verse from verse seven to eight. He said, "Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous." Verse 8 says, He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So we see it here. I mean, this is just to add to what we also said before how that the fact that the devil sinned from the beginning, that beginning is Genesis. So that beginning is not extra Genesis, it's not something outside Genesis. 
the devil sinned from the beginning just from what just to add to what i said before that the devil's sin was in the beginning and that beginning was genesis and we've seen that that genesis was in genesis 3 verse 1 to 4 hallelujah praise god hallelujah so we see that and that was one of the reasons why the son of god was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil hallelujah so we see that the devil had tremendous power to right from genesis 3 15 he had power to destroy, he was killing, he was maiming, he was oppressing with sickness and with disease. But thank God, God came. God came in the person, in the person of the Son. Hallelujah. And the Son came and he redeemed the man from that sin and, and, and discussion. And, and we'll look at all that. So, and that's why when Jesus opened his resurrection, he said, All power and authority is given unto me. He said, Go ye therefore and preach the gospel to every creation. He said, He that is baptized, that believe and baptized shall be saved. Say, He that believeth not shall be condemned. Hallelujah. So we see, we see, so we see that that also that Satan's authority, we see that Jesus was to heal. He said, Satan was the one that afflicted the man. But the work of Jesus was to heal, set free, and to deliver. Hallelujah. So we'll be stopping here today. But the highlight is that we'll see that from the beginning, that Satan sinned from the beginning. Hallelujah. And that beginning was Genesis 3, from verse 1 to 4. And we'll also see that Jeremiah from Genesis 3, 15, that's the time that God now gave man the consequence, that this is the consequence of what you've done. For rejecting Jesus, this is what you've done. You've handed over power and authority to the devil. And the devil has now had free course to unleash death and, and destruction upon man. And so from Genesis 3.15 to down up until the time of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Satan was killing, Satan was destruction, was destroying, and Satan was oppressing with sickness. But thank God for Jesus. Jesus came, stripped the power of the devil, and he gave the power back, and he gave the power back, the power and authority back to man. Hallelujah. And this is where we're going to stop here. We'll continue from there another time. God bless you, and my time is up.